Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. June 23, 2020, the missing $2 billion edition. First up from Reuters, Swiss prosecutors have opened a criminal probe into the commodity trader Glencore over its allegations it failed to have measures in place to prevent corruption in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. The Swiss-based multinational, which is subject to various international inquiries, said it cooperate with the probe. Uh, the uh, Swiss prosecutors, the OAG, said it had opened the criminal proceedings, uh, but it was not possible to predict the time frame or the time, course of the events going forward. Prosecutors began investigations against unknown perpetrators after receiving a complaint in 2017 on suspicion of bribery of public officials, said the AOG. Uh, Glencore faces uh, investigations by both the U.S. Department of Justice and the U.K. Serious Fraud Office. Next up, the uh, SEC has somewhat of a win in the uh, U.S. Supreme Court, where uh, eight justices, so the SEC could continue its ability to recover ill-gotten gains from those who commit um, financial fraud, but there are some limits to this. Uh, Those limits are that you have to take into account the net cost so that it's not simply sales, that is the profit disgorgement, but actually profit. So, um, Big win for the SEC. I think many were afraid that the Supreme Court would gut the SEC's ability to do so. Obviously, many commentators wanted that to happen, but the court said the plain language of the SEC, and of course, the court not wanting to reward fraudsters, led to uh, this common-sense decision. My favorite uh, quote was uh, from Urska Veloncha, a law professor at Georgetown University who specializes in securities enforcement, said that the outcome was a better-than-expected result from the SEC, and going forward, the SEC will have uh, to insert a few more sentences to get disgorgement awards approved, but that it's a, quote, mere speed bump, end quote, not an obstacle to recovery. Uh, Our lead story, Wirecard, it just gets worse and worse by the day. It turns out that this was probably one of the great frauds of all time in Germany, certainly uh, maybe one of the great frauds literally across the globe. I'm from Houston, and we have Enron, so that's saying something. Uh, today, our, uh, Wirecard said that more than $2 billion missing from its balance sheets probably never existed. That's a confirmation that the uh, fast-growing online payment business was really a mirage. The announcement comes uh, as the company is fighting for its survival. The um, company said its management board believes now there is prevailing likelihood that the bank trust accounts either never existed or certainly don't exist now. Obviously, this is a devastating news for Wirecard, but for the investors as well. Not for the short sellers, though. And our final story is called Northside 999. If you don't know that reference, check it out because the Tennessee uh, 
the Tennessee newspaper, the Tennessean, ran an advertisement which said that uh, the uh, Muslims are going to detonate a nuclear device in Tennessee. So the question is, how did this get past the uh, marketing department? Uh, pretty clearly, they stated this directly in uh, the advertisement. It's outside the standards uh, set by the newspaper for itself, and you have to ask what are the compliance standards for the newspaper, and was anybody watching, or did anybody actually read the ad copy going forward? Pretty big screw-up, guys. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.